Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Are you learning on the air what I just heard in my ear, Taylor? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Vrabel is not returning to the Titans. Fired? Yeah. yeah, fired. What is that about? The Rich Eisen Show. That is nuts. Today's guests. 2023 Formula E World Champion, Jake Dennis. Fox Sports College Football Analyst, Bruce Feldman. 49ers Wide Receiver, Debo Samuel. Actor, Jake Johnson. And comedian, Gareth Reynolds. And now, it's Yeah, this is going to be a fun three-hour program because last time we were on for three hours live on this Rich Eisen Show, Terrestrial Radio, Affiliate, Sirius XM, Odyssey, and of course... The Roku channel. Uh, so much stuff happened. It's it's insane. We also had people just zooming in because they wanted to talk Michigan with me or accepted my invitation fresh off of Michigan's national championship game. Yesterday's show is insane. Blake Corum, Taylor Lewan. When Taylor Lewan was on the program, he found out his former coach got fired from the Tennessee Titans. I so, still can't believe that yesterday. Well, so, hey, yeah. Debo Samuel's on the show, top of hour number three. Uh-oh. I can't wait to find out what happens when he's on. <laughs> Shanahan's not going anywhere. No, definitely not. So, but t- stay tuned for that. He's on his bye week. He's kind enough to, to join us on his bye week, waiting to find out if he's going to be welcoming in Tampa, Philadelphia, Los Angeles, or Green Bay into his house. There's a whole host of possibilities. He's on an hour number three. And then uh, the uh, very talented Jake Johnson will be on this program along with Gareth Reynolds. They have a podcast together. Um, Jake also has a new film that's out on Hulu, which you can see right here on the Roku portal, Self-Reliance. And there's a great cast. Um, And the interesting thing is Jake and Gareth, uh, Jake's a Bears fan and Gareth is a Packers fan. And that should be fun when they join us together. Bruce Feldman will be in studio uh, in just uh, about uh, an hour plus. And we're going to throw him a parade. Um, you know, well, why is that? Well, he said before the season, Michigan was going to win it all. And yeah, he kind of has been on it the whole time. That's right. I wish, I just wish I had his calm, cool demeanor. Despite this entire time, <laughs> he's, I not, just, he's not emotionally invested. I just, I would have just been just, ooh, just straight through. He went to the U. Uh, he's not invested. Oh, in okay. Michigan. Uh, yeah. All right, good. Yeah. Good to see you over there, Chris. Hey, How are you? I'm great. Where's Mike Del Tufo, Jay? Where I don't he? know. Okay, great. Good to see you. Hey, TJ. <laughs> TJ. I, I'm here. Candles lit. It's good to see you. It's, that's a given. It's good to much. see you. All right. So let's uh, let's just uh, talk about where I'm at. 
uh, in my uh, my newfound um, world of being a national champion. I was on Dan Patrick's show about an hour ago, uh, and he's like, you know, well, the NFL Network host, the Rich Eisen show host, and Michigan graduate, and he just wanted to know if I was which one. I guess what to call me, and I said, just call me national champion, Dan. <laughs> I don't think he appreciated that. <laughs> Well, Dan, I got, listen. I've known I've known Dan for yeah. over twenty five years. I can tell where he finds me funny, or he just finds, <laughs> he tolerates. I don't think I Dan said, wants you telling him what to do. I know I that. Think, There's all know? sorts of yeah, reasons you know I mean? why he was tolerating it. Right. Uh, but just you know, uh, I'm a national champion, and I'm learning how to to wear these clothes and how to wear these uh, that, that on uh, for size. And at some point, and uh, part of me, I'm already there. I'm already there. Um, it's now time to survive and advance the coaching carousel. But it comes to one, Jim Harbaugh. Survive it. Each one that opens is a possibility of being the one that he takes to leave the University of Michigan, which I don't want. If he does and makes him happy, Bio Condios, thank you for the championship. Thanks for that banner that will forever fly in Michigan Stadium. Thank you for that. That'll be a fun time. Hopefully we don't, you know, raise it when he's back in Detroit, you know, as a coach somewhere else. We have a nice ceremony. Wait for him to come back because fill-in-the-blank team is playing the Lions and he'll be in town. Well, so, what you wanted him to do. I know, but I want him to stay. You want more? Of course. Greed, for the lack uh, of a better word, is it. good. You haven't, you've that's never it. come out and just that's said that. what the it disease is. disease of more. Again, I'm trying you know? to learn from Chris over there. Oh, it's great. You oh, know, yeah, being yeah. the villain, everybody hates you. Everybody thinks your, yeah. your, your accomplishments are tainted Absolutely. or have an asterisk, and you're like, let's just hang another one. Yeah, 14. I understand. In, in 18 years. Well, I mean, not, not all of those teams had asterisks. No, but people think so. I know. They just lump them all So together. I'm trying to learn from you. Yeah. I'm trying to learn from you. Yeah. So um, in terms of being the villain and learn and have to hang banners, Jim coming back is, is, would be great. But I understand the likelihood of that. Not so great, but I've spoken things into existence here. And so one by one, an opening happens. Even Taylor Lewan, when he was on the show live yesterday and heard about the firing of Mike Vrabel, and both of us were like, get out of here. And he says, I think this is a mistake. And I'm like, I agree. And then it's just like, what about if Jim Harbaugh comes? He goes, well, that would be good. <laughs> Even Taylor <laughs> pivoted. Yeah. Even Taylor Lewan pivoted on that. So each one that opens is one that he will take. Conversely. Each one that closes or doesn't open is one that kicks saves in a beauty and saves the goal and keeps Jim Harbaugh potentially where he is. How many times, as we were suspecting he might leave this year, watching the Bears struggle that Jim would go back to Chicago, which drafted him. Back to Chicago and Bears fans would welcome Harbaugh home with open arms and say, do for us what you did for Stanford and San Francisco and Michigan. Please Everywhere, let yeah. us have a parade down Michigan Avenue with you, Jim. Ask Bears fans. Oh, yeah, we'll take that. Hmm. And guess what? 
Were these Wisconsin bear fans? It ain't happening. It ain't happening. Because word is, it comes from everybody in the information community. They're staying pat. It is, in fact, evil flows. <laughs> That's Joe Montaigne when he came on this program. One of the Swirsky brothers himself. <laughs> that man's BFF. What's his name again? I don't know. Oh, Ashton. About. Yeah. He he gave us one of these from his car. <laughs> now, I think that will be the drop <laughs> if this that was impressive. decision to stick with Matt Eberflus does not work out. If it works out, I think we use the Joe Montaigne. Eberflus. <laughs> and that's... <laughs> The, that's the drop for the, hey, that, hey, that's the drop for the defense. Now that's what you know. Chicago Bears defense in the last two months of the season, after Ryan Poles, the general manager, picked up Montez Sweat and then signed him. Boom, done. That defense is balling out. Now we just got to work on the offense, and to that tune, the Bears announced Eberflus is coming back. And the offensive coordinator, Luke Getze, along with his quarterback coach, hit the road. Yeah. And mm. I'm telling you what, I have, I have texted multiple information individuals in our business. Nobody knows what this means. Nobody knows what this means. I don't know what it means. Does this mean? For, for, let, all right, let's just take it one at a time. Here's what it means. Matt Eberflus is not going to be fired. That, we assume, means Ryan Poles, the general manager, is not going to be fired. We had Tom Pelissero on last week, and he described that the new team president, Kevin Warren, brought in from the Big Ten commissionership. He would have a large say in how these matters move forward. And I guess the organizational meetings in Chicago spat out. Poles is staying, Eberflus is staying, and these are the individuals collectively that will make the monster of the midway-type decision as to what to do at quarterback. As this team, for a second consecutive year, has the first overall pick dropped into their last laps. Last year, it was Lovey spitting his last breath mm -hmm. at the Houston Texans to give the first overall pick to the Chicago Bears, which worked out for everybody to date except for the Carolina Panthers, because they're the ones who coughed up this year's number one to go up to get Bryce Young, leaving C.J. Stroud for the Texans, who then traded up into the three spot to take Will Anderson. And those two individuals will be active this very Saturday on Super Wild Card Weekend against the Browns, as the Texans are the Wild Card Weekend participants from the AFC South as the champions of that division. And the Bears, while the Panthers totally, you know what, the bed this year and fired yet another coach and threw drinks at fans. They have the number one overall selection again. What does this mean? I don't know. And at this point, as we are sitting here 10 minutes into this Wednesday before Super Wild Card Weekend edition of the Rich Eisen Show, nobody does either. Super. Nobody knows. I think we all have an idea, though. Which is what? That. They're going to stay with him? No. 
think they're going to move on. That they're going to hire somebody new once they make this decision? I think Caleb's coming. You're asking Fields if to stay, to have his third different coordinator, coach, third different offense he's got to learn. That's a lot for yeah. a young quarterback. We've seen how that has rattled other guys, and it's kind of set them on the path to a, a mediocre or less than NFL career, and then they're out of the league. Do you remember what the story was late September, I think it was, or early October? Remember when he said he felt robotic in the offense, Justin Fields? Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, Robotic? Well, he turned that around. And then he got injured. And then he, well, he, he turned it around after his injury. It was better this year. But the question again Slightly. is, here's the real decision. It's not apples to apples. You have to pick up Justin Fields' fifth-year option. Right. And then you must, after playing it out in year four, give him a market contract. Or let him go. It's that simple. Or let him play in his fifth year and give him a market contract after that. Go the Cousins route, play out the fifth year, franchise tag. Franchise tag and and do all of that stuff. One by one and just see how it goes. Don't jump, don't cannonball into the contractual pool. Just dip a a toe in. Then, you know, dip your your leg in. Then you get to that spot where you really got to commit. But what are you two games better? Are you nine and eight? And and that's the question. Yeah. Or you or you see, hey, we're gonna play it out, and we will get him the proper coordinator and quarterback coach, and 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 then he will thrive. Or you don't have to worry about dipping a toe in and then you're lagging and see how it goes. You're gonna go and get the kid. And I'll tell you what I would do if I was a coach who just survived or the general manager who just potentially survived. I'd get the young kid and say, well, we're attaching ourselves to that hip. Yes. And we're going to start the contractual process again. And we're going to bring the kid to Chicago. And I think the kid's Caleb Williams. I know you're already seeing mock drafts with Drake May. I just think when it's all said and done and you put down lists, what's to, you know, you always make a list. This is what we do here. And then this is the alternative here on this side. And then you compare and contrast. And if there's more positives on the, the list A, you go with list A over list B and vice versa. Caleb Williams gets the fan base completely fired up. Now, there's some Justin Fields fans in the fan base, I guess. For sure. But Caleb Williams has everyone at hello. If I'm the general manager and I'm the the uh, coach as well, I'm like, hey, I'm, you know, maybe they'll they'll give me a, a red shirt year with the new kid because we, you know, he's a rookie, or maybe you turn into John Fox, where you get the gate after you get Mitchell Trubisky, and we'll bring in somebody else who becomes coach of the year. Before crapping out with Trubisky. But you see what my point is, is a defensive coach wanting to maybe hook himself up to the young quarterback and then maybe it all changes. That's not a bad idea. You start the clock again with a contract. You don't have to worry about a fifth-year option. You don't have to worry about a market size contract and dipping a toe in the pool. You just jump cannonball straight into the first overall pick. That's what the decision they have to make. 
But first things first is it's Eberflus first. And if you're going to be bringing in a young quarterback like Caleb Williams, maybe you don't stick with Eberflus. Maybe you bring in a young wonderkind offensive genius to sit down next to him like Reed sat down next to him in Kansas City, and now Mahomes is him, right? Maybe you bring in that offensive mind who sits right on that Gatorade jug next to the wonderkind on the on the bench. Why would you why would you stick with a defensive minded coach? Unless you get the offensive mind, that's your guy. You take care of the kid in X's and O's land. I'll take care of him in psychological land, and I'm on charge of the defense because that's what wins championships here in Chicago. Yeah, the more I've thought about that this morning, I, I think that Fields is gone. Also, guys, you got to look at this as a Bears fan. You would assume you already passed up on Mahomes one time, and now you've got oh. to watch this guy and what he does, <laughs> knowing go. that he was right there, and you could have had him Nailed or it. Deshaun Watson, it. and you missed out on both of them. Now, well, Mahomes that's a, 2.0, are you going to take the chance? I don't think a Bears a, fan is going to get mad that you went after this guy and no. it doesn't work out. That's a Bears fan thing. And that's a McCaskey thing. No, 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 I'm saying, no, 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 you no. are. You're hitting it spot on. That's a McCaskey thing because the owners were in charge then as they are now. But Kevin Warren wasn't there for that decision. And Ryan Poles wasn't there. And Iberflus wasn't there. That's not in their mindset. They are looking at this just cold-hearted yeah. business. Do we want to pay Justin Fields you know, fifth-year option money, you know, in his fifth year, go through the fourth year, and then have to sit with him for a fifth year, commit to him, obviously, and then we'll just see how it goes. That's your bird in the hand, but there's two in the bush named Caleb Williams and Drake May. And your evaluation of them is what? And also, how about this? What will you get for Justin Fields? Does it matter? I don't know. Because if you're somebody else, why would you take on that decision? We'll bring him in and we got to, we got to, the first thing we do is pick up his fifth year option. And now we're dipping a toe in that pool too. Oh man. But it's Eberflus and Ryan Poles. It's official. They're going to be the ones to do that and then figure out the offense. The question is, is figuring out the offense for which quarterback? That's what's happening. But as I started this segment and finished with, take one off the board for Harbaugh. He ain't going to Chicago. Yep. See ya. Sorry, Bears fans. By the way, I didn't think it sounded totally Wisconsin. They sound very similar. I know one has, they're they're kind of different on the toll road. That one time you. Oh, I understand. You went real Fargo with it. I'm sorry. Fargo's been so good. This so uh, let's take a break. When we come back, by the way, phone calls, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Uh, as you know, we're right here on the Roku portal, Roku channel. Um, and so we we love being here and planting flags as Roku and the Roku channel continues to grow its sports world for all of you out there. You can see every major sporting event right here on the Roku portal. For instance, uh, just get the Peacock app, put it on your Roku device, and you've got, boom, Kansas City hosting Miami on Saturday night. Thursday night football. Hopefully you've been watching it on Roku all year long. All of the 
playoff games. If you want to stream them, they're available. I've been watching um, all of the Sunday ticket on YouTube TV through Roku at home all year long. So starting Saturday, the 10th season of Formula E is coming to Roku. And it is exhilarating. It's exciting. Everybody at Roku is excited to have some racing for you to watch. It's coming to you from Mexico City. And coming up next, the champion, the reigning champion, Jake Dennis of Formula E is going to be here right in studio. And then when we'll come back, we'll chat with him and see what happens. We'll find out. Is somebody getting fired while he's here live? That's the way you roll, I guess, these days. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here I go. I feel like I should put on a fire suit to do the Rich Eisen show every day. Like I'm putting out fires all the time. Are you nervous? What's up, man? How are you? What's going on? Good to see you. You too. Mario still still uh, have it? Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> oh yeah. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Just give me the thumbs up. I'm really in here. And we'll get you by right before you go keep some pressure on
<laughs> Why do you do this for a living? Are you out of your mind? He definitely did not take it easy on me. I mean, we zipped right out, and I thought to myself, why am I going to do this? How long is it going to last? Best part about it, though, is that I did not, I think, show any fear. You're going to check the GoPros. My eyes weren't wide. I even gave a thumbs up at one point. This is as good as it gets. Rich? All in one swallow. The winner. One in, all in one swallow? All in one swallow. And it's, it's good for your hair, right? You are the winner. You are the winner. <laughs> Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show here on the Roku channel, obviously on the Roku platform. And this here portal called Roku is the streaming home of Formula E, the world's first all-electric FIA World Championship Motorsports Series and the reigning champion, who is getting set to defend his crown starting this very Saturday in Mexico City, season 10 of Formula E. Jake Dennis is here on the Rich Eisen Show. Good to see you, Jake. How are you? Thanks for having me. I mean, uh... Yes, round of applause here. <laughs> Thank you, guys. This is what we call synergy. Yeah. <laughs> you can't spell synergy without an E. Or Jake or Dennis or, or Eisen. <laughs> Am I getting this right? Yeah, you've Thank nailed you. it. You got I the appreciate right. that. Uh, <laughs> I got that part right. Uh, okay, so let's just jump right into it. You are from London, UK. London, okay, city boy. Well, I mean, you are a city boy, and um, how did you get into racing, Jake? Um, I sort of gave it a go when I was eight years old. My dad used to race before I did. Uh, nothing professional or anything like that. It was just a sort of dad and lad hobby mm -hmm. uh, on the weekends uh, and I actually originally hated it uh, I wasn't a fan of it at all um, so uh, and he was still racing at the time so I just enjoyed watching him race more than me go round and then when I was nine I gave it another go uh, and enjoyed it a lot more still wasn't very good obviously at that age uh, you got to build up and learn a lot but it just sort of progressed from there and then it really turned serious when I was 12 when I got sponsored um, where they Fortunately, paid for every every part of motorsport for you 10 years. You were a sponsored 12-year-old driver? Yeah. Yeah, I was a very fortunate position, and especially my family, because obviously motorsport's expensive. I have a 12-year-old. I couldn't imagine giving him the key to a car. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I mean, I definitely wasn't driving a car at that point. Okay. It was still go-karts. Okay, very uh, good. You know, All those right. little go-karts, which you got to start off at. Moved into cars when I was 15. Okay. Um, so, yeah, obviously I fully understood a race car and a road car by that point, but still couldn't drive on the road um, okay. legally. Well, I have a 15-year-old. I couldn't imagine giving him the keys to a <laughs> yeah, car, um, but okay. But we survived. and We did, obviously, and now <laughs> you're a championship racer and driver. Um, so how did you get into the world of Formula E? How did that happen? Um, yeah, I've been in Formula E for three years now, so still relatively new to it compared to some other guys, you know, they've been there from, from day one. So mm -hmm. they're coming up to their 10th year. Um, but yeah, it was just sort of right place, right time as well with a bit of talent behind me. Uh, I used to actually race sports cars, which is basically like a road car uh, turned into a full race car. So you've got big rear wings, slick tires, roll cage. Uh, I did that for like five years racing for Audi and Aston Martin. And then an opportunity came up in Formula E with BMW uh, where I got told, I got a bit of uh, an insight that one of the drivers was leaving mm -hmm. and I had one contact there and he gave me a simulator sort of shot uh, where it's like a virtual world of racing and you sort of try and prove yourself there. Did quite a good job with that. And then I got one test, which was up against their sort of number one driver. 
and did a pretty good job as well. And then they gave me the seat uh, like three weeks before the first race. Three weeks? Yeah, it was really short notice. And um, yeah, got the seat and then it was like straight into the season. And I mean, it was a rocky start. It wasn't easy by any stretch, but you know, we had a great end to the season and almost won the championship in our rookie year. But it was, um, yeah, good contacts like anything, you know, you need the right place, right time and go from there. Jake Dennis, who is the reigning champion of Formula E racing, which will be now streamed right here on the Roku portal, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Excited to have you here. So uh, if you don't mind, since this is potentially a new audience yep, for definitely. you and for the sport and for the series, would you mind giving us a little primer <laughs> yeah. on, on all of this? So how fast do these cars go? So these cars now are pretty fast. You know, we've just had a new car, car come out in 2023 and we can reach up to the top speeds of like 190 miles per hour mm -hmm. if the straight allows it. One of the cool things about Formula E is we actually normally race fully in the city and like the, the city center. So you actually race mainly on street circuits. Mm -hmm. So you don't really ever reach these top speeds because no street really ever has that long of a straight. So uh, it's really tight, twisty circuits. Great for the fans to be able to get up close. And yeah, you just really race all around the world. Obviously, it's a fully electric racing series, yes. um, which is obviously the biggest promotion of sustainability. Um, one of the other big differences to say Formula One is we have one spec of tire. Um, so whether it's wet or dry, we keep the same tires on just again to try and to help uh, promote sustainability. You know, we're not having massive amounts of heavy weight of crate. You know, we're flying all these cars around the world. It can be quite expensive. Um, so trying to keep the capacity down as much as we possibly can uh, and really promote you know, what we're trying to achieve and help the environment uh, while obviously doing something cool. Your mission is uh, free racing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, net zero. So it's obviously trying to promote that as much as possible. And I think what we do is create a, an amazing show. You know, in Formula One, uh, a lot of the fans or a lot of the you know producers get excited when there's probably 70 overtakes um, in a race, which can be up to, like say, two hours long. Yes. In Formula E, the race is 45 minutes and we've had the likes of uh, race in Portland, uh, last season, and we had 630 overtakes in one race. 630 race. overtakes. So it's pretty mental. Um, yeah. And <laughs> pretty we've got, mental. Yeah, we've got two races there coming up um, later this year as well. So last year was just a single header. Just on Saturday this year, it's two. So we're probably looking at over 1,200 overtakes in an hour and a half. So now, being a 45-minute race, there's there's no pit? No, no, no yeah, exactly, you're, yeah. I mean, because if you're not changing tires, right? Yeah. And I imagine you're fully charged, right? And the yeah. charge can last an entire race? Yeah, or? so it is quite complicated. Uh, and this gonna, we're going to start this season with no pit stops, and that's what we've always done. Uh, but next, halfway through the season, yes. we're going to go to fast charging pit stops, which basically means you come in halfway through the race, you charge the car for 30 seconds, and then it unlocks, obviously, extra energy, and then you go back out, and then you've got more energy to spend. So... It's a big thing for Formula E, you know, it's a big thing for the manufacturers like Porsche, Jaguar, you know, they're all trying to promote uh, and obviously make these road cars as better uh, for the average, you know, personnel which want to make their road cars as fast as possible. You know, the thing yeah. that's stopping us moving really to electric cars at the moment is, you know, the big lines that say uh, trying to charge your car, you know, no one really wants to wait 30 minutes at the moment. So I think trying to promote fast charging where you can do it in 30 seconds in a Formula E car. How many, how, how, how much can you charge a, a car in 30 seconds? It's a percentage. I'm not actually too sure, but it's 7% roughly, I would say. Okay. And, cool. um, you know, it's pretty quick. And that allows us drivers to obviously just drive faster as well. So it's, 
it's a pretty cool aspect. It's definitely going to unlock more excitement, more drama in the racing as well. You know, you've yes. got pit stops, you've got safety cars coming out of that type of uh, time. So it definitely makes it harder for the strat- strategy guys. But for me, you know, we're just trying to survive in the madness and sort of get through the race. Um, but yeah, pit stops later this year will be super exciting. Well, I mean, I have been asked before, if you don't mind me making this about me, there is an <laughs> E in me, uh, Jake, that I have been asked before in my career, hey, would you like to be part of a pit crew? And I've said, no way, because <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not going to change a tire and have that blowout or anything yeah. like that or have it fall off the car um or you know with fuel i mean yep. that stuff can be pretty dangerous yeah, yeah. i'm sitting here thinking jake i i could plug in a car i mean like <laughs> you know like if, if it's just if it's just you know plugging something in yeah and I'll then just, taking the I'll just try not to run you over well no I, but that, that would be an on me thing that would yeah. be a me thing if i stay out of the way if i aim for you though okay well that well I, hopefully you know now that we've met you wouldn't but i mean i i think i could take the charger and i think you plug could. It in. i mean yeah it's it's really not that complicated um, <laughs> that's i'm just sitting here thinking yeah you, maybe oh, i can it, give well, you seven percent i do that every day here on the show if you're free for the portland race, if you're free for the portland race i'll I'll get my team to give you a shot. That's the one that's domestic in the United States yes, here? Yes, exactly, yeah. Okay. Um, so not too far to of a flight for you. I can get to Oregon and plug in the Jake Den. It's just one time, right? One yeah. time in the race. Yeah, one time. And if I don't win, I'm blaming you, even, if, even if you did everything correctly. <laughs> Again, I'm used to that at home every single day. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um, well, that's <laughs> awesome. So it's a Mexico City, then Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, very cool. Probably the driver's favorite circuit. Um, we race um, basically at night. So it's floodlit, but also you can obviously see where you're going. But just racing at night in the sort of desert, the circuit is absolutely incredible. Um, you know, you have um, so many like mountain sections up and down. It's a bit of like a roller coaster. So, wow. And it's super dusty offline. Uh, so if you makes make sound, one, yeah, it makes sense there. Yeah. So it makes it uh, quite difficult online only, um, but super rewarding if you get it right. I'm going to be honest. I'm not to go geopolitical here with you, Jake, but I would think if there's one place that would get upset that you're not using gas, it would <laughs> yeah. be Saudi Arabia. Oil, yeah, I, I agree with that. <laughs> they're, they're quite well. Come on and get off the grid. I mean, that doesn't sound uh, all right. And then you're going to. Uh, Hyderabad, India? That's unfortunately just been cancelled. Okay, um, sorry. But uh, um, Then Brazil? Brazil. Japan? Tokyo. Tokyo. Um, that must be... You don't do that at night, do you? No, I would... I think every driver really wanted it to happen. I actually don't think it's um, confirmed if it's day or night, but I think it will be day. But nevertheless, I think racing in Tokyo will be absolutely incredible. Right? Yeah. I think it's definitely the highlight of the, of the calendar. I think last year we raced in Cape Town, which was... Probably everyone's favorite this year probably will be Tokyo. Uh, and then we're going back to Shanghai. That's a really cool location. Uh, racing in my hometown in London for the end of the season. Where? Where uh, in London? How, how in the world can they clear traffic in London? <laughs> I mean, this, is, this may be the only way to clear traffic in London. So <laughs> what they do really well in uh, for London is we actually race half indoor, half outdoor. Okay. So we race in the, the building called the XL Arena, which is absolutely massive. And we have half the circuit inside, half the circuit outside, and obviously block most of the traffic, uh, for sure, <laughs> uh, obviously to create this circuit. Let's be very happy about that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it's super cool track, though. It must be. Yeah. Last year, it actually rained for the race, and uh, you had 
obviously half of it dry, half of it wet. So it was very challenging for the drivers, you could say. I bet. Where would you want to race? Where would I like to race? Uh, I think Australia. <laughs> Australia for me would be Why? a super cool location. Sydney's uh, somewhere where I've raced before uh, in the previous championship I used to do. And it's one, yeah, one of my favorite cities. So um, yeah, definitely there. And then hopefully we can maybe have a race in LA. That would be super exciting. Okay. Um, you know, it's my first time here in LA and I've, I've enjoyed every minute of it. Well, then I can, I'm, I'm your charger here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you understand you that? In, yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm making myself available for that. Have you ever seen Talladega Nights? Oh, who hasn't? Absolutely awesome do the, film. Do you have the same mantra? <laughs> well, the shake and bake. Well, no. If, you, <laughs> if you're not first, you're last. That is very true. Uh, yeah, I could say I, could do, I, I would have that motto, yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure. <laughs> All right. So, Jake, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Congratulations on your win last year and your success in Formula E. And look forward to seeing you right here on Roku all the time. I look forward to seeing you in Portland. I will be there. I will be there. Jake Dennis at Jake Dennis 19 on all social circuits. Roku, again, is the streaming home of Formula E. And you could check it out this coming Saturday, season 10, kicking off in Mexico City. And, of course, your goal is to repeat. Good luck with that. Thank you very much. Jake Dennis right here on The Rich Eisen Show on Roku, like Jake. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Free stuff. Hey, where? <laughs> right here. For the studio. Oh. Look what we just got. I like free stuff. From Team Aiden Hutchinson. Oh, cool. Does this look like a bobblehead to you? I don't know. Yes, There's nothing. It does. Grit on the side. All, it says uh, all grit. All, oh, all grit. Yeah, it's not, it's not half grit. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a bobblehead. Well, I don't right? like instant grits either, as we know. Oh, okay. It is. Oh, yeah. It's a bobblehead. Man, he's For the studio, man. What did he have for... Here we uh, go. He's about to play his first playoff game, too. Look out, Matthew Stafford, I guess. Here we go. What did you think of that whole deal about uh, them? someone telling Lions fans not to wear Stafford jerseys to the game? Who did that? That's a thing that's going around right now. Oh, uh, Kelly Kelly Stafford took issue with it, and a lot of people are wondering what's the deal. Well, I understand that he's the enemy, but I mean, he's come on. Although that is that would be weird, wouldn't it? Like you support Stafford on the day that the Lions play their first playoff game but in thirty you, years. But if you only but don't, own but a don't come out and jersey. say don't come out and say don't show up in them. But if you only own a Stafford jersey and that's your one Lions jersey, and right. you want to support the, you've team, been wearing it all year long. Yeah, then. 
People are just nuts. Is it really is a campaign to say don't show up in a Stafford it's jersey? It's kind of been a thing this week, yeah. I saw it. Although that w- it would be a weird choice, wouldn't it? It would be a weird kind choice. Of, it would be a weird choice. Of. So it's on you. But to come out basically, because then it sounds disrespectful yeah, don't wear to your Stafford. Stafford jerseys. Right. That's and a little, and that's so a I wouldn't mind. I, I don't mind. A guy gave like 10 years of his life to you guys. Kelly Stafford yeah. being upset about that. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, don't yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. You imagine somebody said that about me, how Susie would, would come out? Swinging. Yeah. Meanwhile, Swinging. thank you to Adam Aiden Hutchins. Is he kicking? Oh, that's cool. He's yeah. doing good stuff. Nice. Back on the Rich Eisen Show, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. And new Aiden Hutchinson bobblehead doll sent to us from the man himself. This guy right here, this guy, he started it. He was Jim's first spirit animal. The legacy player. Dude, his dad played when I was there. Yeah. yeah. So he started all. My gosh, what a world it would be if the Lions go on a run right now after Michigan just won it all. That would be something. Uh, okay, so um, let's, let's talk about this right here. Um, not many NBA fans focus that much on, I guess, Serbian basketball, right? <laughs> would you say that? Not particularly. Just come on out there, right? Yeah, Some they, of the players, but not. Yeah, right. yeah, not just like your casual and, NBA fan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and not many casual NBA fans would, would know the name Darko Rajakovic, right? Certainly since he came from Serbian basketball and um, coached the Tulsa 66ers of the G League, right? The development league, right? And um, he spent some time as an assistant in Oklahoma City and Phoenix and Memphis. Last year, though, was the end of his reign as uh, an assistant coach in the NBA. When Nick Nurse left to go coach your Sixers, sir, mm-hmm. the Raptors said, we're going to make Darko our head coach. And he's now the head coach of the Toronto Raptors. So I, I don't know how many people are paying attention much to the Toronto Raptors basketball. Yeah, they're not that I think, well, a couple, up in the stadium. I think a couple but... weeks ago, again, it might have pierced the casual NBA fans uh, awareness when they made a rare December trade. Yep. That was one of the top five storylines that we, wildest storylines that we missed while we were on our Christmas break. True. And um, RJ Barrett and IQ sent from the next manual quickly for OG Ananobi and Precious Achua. Achua. Bless you. So Darko says Achua. Go to New York. Basically, what I'm saying. So I'm just saying, like, Darko is not really on a lot of radar screens. He is now. Not just any radar screen. This is going to be in the pantheon of post game press conference coaches' rants. Oh. Have you heard this? Yet? I have not. Okay. I have. Well, we're going to give you a setup. <laughs> the awesome. Los Angeles Lakers hosted the Toronto Raptors here in this. Lakers town last night. And uh, the Lakers finally uh, won a game the other row, day. Right? They beat your Clippers mm-hmm. for the first time in a long time. Well, second time this year. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And they beat your Clips, and now they won two in a row. 
They beat the Raptors last night, 132-131, thanks to, wait for it, 36 free throws in the game. Jeez. For the Lakers, including 23 in the fourth quarter. Now, <laughs> whoa, Jakob Pertl was not there in the center of this Toronto Raptors defense. He's out. He's injured. So Anthony Davis had a night, 41 points, 20 in the fourth quarter, 11 of those 20 from the free throw line. 11 free throws. Do you know how many free throws the Raptors had in the fourth quarter? Probably less than 11. Two. Oh, hey. <laughs> 23 to two. And then there was an offensive foul on R.J. Barrett that wiped out a game-tying three-pointer from Scotty Barnes last night. So... Let's get to the post-game press conference. Coach Darko, <laughs> what did you think about the officiating and free-throw disparity? Now, mind you, you're not allowed to criticize officials. Right, you will get fined. For you that. will get fined. You will get fined. Well, Darko is there, and he will get fined. <laughs> no doubt. Outrageous. What happened tonight, this is completely BS. This is shame. Shame for the referees, shame for the league to allow this. 23 free throws for them, and we get two free throws in, in the fourth quarter. Like, how to play the game. I, all, I understand uh, respect for all-stars and all that, but we have star players on our team as well. How's possible is Scotty Barnes, who is all-star caliber player in this league, he goes every single time to the rim with force and trying to get, get uh, to, to the rim without flopping and, and not trying to get foul calls. He gets two uh, free throws for the whole game. How is that possible? How are you going to explain that, that to me? They had to win tonight? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. <laughs> just give them a win. But that, that was not fair tonight. And this is not happening first time for us. Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. And what, what's happening over here during whole season, I've been holding you back, it's a complete crap. No, there is no explanation. They just, they just come up there, they review what, and they see what they want to see. They don't want to hear us what we got to say. They don't want to hear the players. They, 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 they don't just want to protect us. Over again, the they got 36 free throws, 23 free throws in, in the fourth quarter. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? How are we going to supposed to play? Well done, bro. Big fan. Darko's going to get a beer commercial that when he retires. Awesome. That was great. What are you getting? Is that six figures? It's a lot of euro. It's a lot of euros. What Seven, do you think? 75, probably. It's hard to say. What do you think? I mean, complete crap. I like it. <laughs> that is complete crap. And he's caping for Scotty Barnes. Face... Of basketball. Love it. Scotty Barnes. Love it. I mean, look. Got to speak it into existence, right? Your initial right? reaction is probably to scoff at what he said, but Scotty Barnes is averaging 21. Dude, I'm not scoffing. Six. I not scoff you. not. I'm just saying in America, people at home, your, your, your nice. first instinct may be to scoff, but Scotty Barnes is a baller. Hey, man, OG Ananobi is a Nick now, I understand, and, and a lot of folks focus on the New York Knicks because it's New York City basketball, and they have played very well, but R.J. Barrett, has been lighting it up yeah. the last two games, and mm -hmm. he looks pretty damn comfortable in a Raptors uniform. And Emmanuel quickly, that's that's a good trade for them. They're a fun team to watch, Toronto, and an even more fun team for the post game press conference. Now. <laughs> and that's gonna go. That's already gone viral. Everyone's talking about it. 
because you know it's it's it sounds like I don't know. I was expecting to see is that Sasha Baron Cohen? You know, just going to come out and just take his mustache off? You the know, and just, really helps. The, it does. It know, does that, add to it, right? Add to it. Don't big, you think? Big, to big it? time. Big time. You know who's upset about it? My wife. <laughs> Nah, well, hold on. You don't like it when we say that. No, I'm just, I'm not talking about Susie. Oh, yeah. okay, got it. His wife. I just went. Yeah, right. his wife. Darko's wife. <laughs> Darko. I don't even know her. I shouldn't bring her into it. <laughs> I mean, but what do you think? I mean, he's he got a valid argument. That's a, that's a huge discrepancy. And by the way, in, in foul 23 shot. to 2 in the fourth now, quarter? Mind you, I didn't see the game, right? I didn't so either. I didn't see I, how yeah. the game was played. Maybe, I mean, AD went to the line. He was 13 to 14 from the line, yeah. so he by Dude. far had the most trips. Yeah. But. I know how aggressive Toronto is being at the rim. Like, uh, I don't know any of those things. But 23 to 2, well, that's I mean, a lot. That's uh, a lot. Yeah. I, I love this. This is a great quote. Was right Scott here. Foster reffing last no, no, night? Uh, LeBron, we knew we had an advantage on the interior tonight. We just try to get it to, you know, AD early and often and late. And late. End quote. <laughs> End quote. Good quote, LeBron. Hold on. I'm checking the officiating last night. Let's see who was doing the game. There you go. Here's the finals. Dennis Schroeder accidentally banked in. Here's the last line of the report. Uh, Dennis Schroeder accidentally banked in a three-pointer with four seconds to play, but Davis hit two more free throws before Trent's three at the buzzer. Hit two more free throws. They, they call the foul with four seconds left? Dude, I mean. I guess it was a one-point game. I, and I'm yeah. sure, listen, this is not, I, I gave you his, his resume. It's not like he just showed up from Serbia and doesn't know the NBA and what you're supposed to say after a game about officiating. No, he's, been, he's been around. He totally he started knows. started coaching when he was 16 Dude, years I old. I know. He's, yeah. a, he's a real deal yeah. and, 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 and has a ton of respect in the league. And I'm just wondering if that respect just went up. It certainly did in his locker room. I'll tell you that. No doubt. And I'm sure, again, the Lakers, I mean, that's nuts. I mean, if you're an official and you go back and you start looking at the stat sheet, and it's, oh, we called 23 for them and two for, okay. Yeah, yeah that's well, outrageous. He's got a point. I mean, do you think maybe they, there should be that sort of self-awareness? I wonder if refs do do that. In like the, the Lakers played such game. a clean game. Of course they do. Absolutely they do. Yeah. And guess what? If they don't, you know who does? The league. For that. You know, they go through the last two minutes with a fine-tooth comb. The Lakers were only called for 16 fouls, 26 for Toronto. Oh, we got LeBron. We got a soundbite for LeBron? <laughs> we do? No Scott Foster last night. Oh, no, man. Okay. Okay, hit it. What do you got? Um, I feel like they fouled and we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's a very simple explanation. <laughs> Do we have Darko's response to it? Do you want to you rack that up one more time? We got Don Car Darko's response to LeBron. We got to hear it again. I, like, I mean, uh, you just got to hear it. Well, that's a new drop. Outrageous. <laughs> Tonight, this is completely BS. This is shame. Yes, it is. Shame for the referees. Shame for the league to allow this. Twenty-three free throws for them, and we get two free throws in in the fourth quarter. I mean, this is like how to play the game. I, all, I understand uh, respect for all-stars and all that, but we have star players on our team as well. That's right. How's possible is Scotty Barnes, who is all-star caliber player in this league, he goes every single time to the rim with force and trying to get, get uh, to, to the rim without <laughs> flopping and, and not trying to get foul calls. He gets two uh, free throws for the whole game. Where's the crap? How's that possible? How are you going to explain that, that, that to me? They had to win tonight? 
If that's if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the day. <laughs> I love give that them line. That's great. That, that was not fair tonight. <laughs> and this is not happening first time for us. Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. And what, what's happening over here during whole season, I've been holding it back. It's a complete crap. <laughs> no, there is no explanation. They just, they just come up there, they review what, and they see what they want to see. They don't want to hear us what we got to say. They don't want to hear the players. They, 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 they don't just want to protect us. Over again, they got 36 free throws, 23 free throws in, in the fourth quarter. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? How are we gonna supposed to play? Jim Morovich, right there. <laughs> Jim Morovich. <laughs> what are we talking about? I like the beginning Dennis where Greenovich. he's just like, this is outrageous. This is complete BS. It is. It's, it's crap. I don't blame him. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then, well, I feel like they fouled and, Wait, and we, we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> well, the numbers support that, do they not? Wow. The National Basketball Association. I'm just keeping an eye on the fine announcement. Uh, I'm just refreshing Woj here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's going to get fined, but at some he's point, like, guy, the guy's got a point. That's the way an NBA coach should react when it's 23 to 2 in the fourth quarter. Uh, Raptors Clippers tonight. What do you think the uh, yeah, five free throw discrepancy is going to be? Is Scott Foster there? <laughs> oh, no. Let me check. Let's go to the game, huh? <laughs> Clippers Raps? Yeah, let's go. Let's go see Darko. Give him an attaboy. <laughs> Give him an attaboy. Oh, Tony Brothers, just as bad. <laughs> okay, very good. <laughs> Bruce Feldman coming up. Oh, yeah. Bruce is here. We're going to throw him a parade. Are you going to the parade? Did you? Like, when is it? Did they announce it? Oh, 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 I just assumed that it was a couple days I later. would give large consideration to doing that. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, what? what? That's going to be epic. That's going to be epic. Oh, wait, hold on. This site has it. Hold on. <laughs> just, we, we, just, we, we know Jim's not going to, the, the parade's not oh, going yeah. to Chicago. Nothing, we know that. Nothing confirmed yet. Nothing confirmed. We I know mean, that parade's not going to Chicago. The great thing is you going back to your old frat house on during the parade route and you shotgunning beers with 21-year-olds. Oh, is that right? Yeah, is that what I should do with my That's, life? Well, if you're going to go to a, par- a parade on a college. Shotgun beers? Yes. Why full, not? Full details Re- available today. The, visit uh, your youth. The Michigan football uh, program tweeted out likely Saturday parade. Oh, That's perfect for you. So, oh, this Saturday's uh, wild card. I'm working. Work. Yeah, I'm working. Yeah, you'll be back in time. You can zoom in from there. Zoom in, but yeah. by zoom the way, I from the from a parade float. If you're, I didn't shotgun beers in college. Well, that's so I'm going to do it now. That. I'm going to start now. Why? Why? Why didn't you? Better wait than never, right? You go back. I to told you that one story in my old frat house. So why uh, when they handed me a tin why? of Kodiak and I packed it and flew so up why, and, why would you get him and the dip wound up in my eyelid. <laughs> well, I didn't say for you to have some okay. snuff while you so, were there. I'm, there's no boy. <laughs> I'm not boy blue. I'm not the boy blue. <laughs> Showing up. <laughs> 